ان الحمد لله نحمده ونستعينه ونستغفره ونعوذ بالله من شرور انفسنا ومن سيئات اعمالنا من يهده الله فلا مضل له ومن يضلل فلا هادي له اشهد ان لا اله الا الله وحده لا شريك له واشهد ان محمدا عبده ورسوله صلوات الله والسلام عليه اما بعد يا ايها الذين امنوا اتقوا الله حق تقاته ولا تموتن الا وانتم مسلمون يا ايها الناس اتقوا ربكم الذي خلقكم من نفس واحده وخلق منها زوجها وبث منهما رجالا كثيرا ونساء واتقوا الله الذي تساءلون به والارham ان الله كان عليكم رقيبا يا ايها الذين امنوا اتقوا الله وقولوا قولا سديدا يصلح لكم اعمالكم ويغفر لكم ذنوبكم ومن يطع الله ورسوله فقد فاز فوزا عظيما اما بعد فان اصدق الحديث كتاب الله واحسن الهدي هدي محمد صلى الله عليه وسلم وشر امور محدثاتها وكل محدثه بدعه وكل بدعه ضلاله وكل ضلاله في النار ثم اما بعد يا عباد الله قال العلامه امام عثيمين رحمه الله تعالى ايها الناس اتقوا الله تعالى امام عثيمين رحمه الله عليه يسد او humanity او mankind fear allah the most high wahdharu fitan and beware of trials and tribulations beware of fitna beware of the trials and the tribulations ma zahara minha wa ma batan that which is apparent from it and that which is hidden ya ibadullah we have to be on our guard from trials and tribulations the imam rahmatullah alayhi says wahdharu kullu ma yasuddukum an dinikum and beware of everything that will hinder you from your religion beware of those distractions those hindrances that will come between you and your religion it is incumbent that we understand what is the true reality in the nature of the fitna because you will find the fitna it has various types shades and or colors and the like you will find it is of various ways so we have to know as the ulama they explain kullu ma yasudduka an dhikrillah fa huwa fitna everything that hinders you from the remembrance of allah then it is a fitna everything that hinders you everything that becomes a distraction for you from the remembrance of allah then it is a trial it is a tribulation it is a fitna so we have to be aware of the fitna ma zahara minha wa ma batan 
that which is apparent from it and that which is hidden. The Imam says, من مال والأهل والولد From money, from family and from the children. Because these things, they will become hindrances or they could become hindrances between us and the dhikr of Allah. They, become, they could become distractions between us and the remembrance of Allah Azza wa Jal. Allah Azza wa Jal, He says, وَاعْلَمُوا أَنَّمَا أَمْوَالُكُمْ وَأَوْلَادُكُمْ And know that verily your wealth and your children, then they are a trial. They are a trial and they are a tribulation. وَأَنَّ اللَّهَ عِنْدَهُ أَجْرٌ عَظِيمٌ And that verily with Allah is a most gracious reward. That with Allah there is a most outstanding and great reward. The Imam Rahmatullah Alayhi, he says, fitna." So beware of the trials and the tribulations. Beware of the fitna. Al-Qawl Beware of the fitna, whether that trial and tribulation, whether that fitna is a statement or it is an action. We have to beware. We have to beware of those trials and tribulations, those fitna that are come or they come in the form of statements. And we have to beware of those trials and the tribulations that come in the form of actions. وَالْفِتْنَةَ الْعَقِيدَةَ وَالْأَرَاءَ الْحَدَّامَةَ أو الْحَدَّامَةَ And we have to beware of the fitna that comes in the form of an ideology, that comes in the form of a creed, like an innovative creed or innovative ideology, like a belief that is based upon bid'ah. This is a fitna because it will become it will it will become that which is a hindrance between the individual and between the remembrance of Allah Azza wa Jal. That which is a hindrance between an individual and between his deen. Well Ara and Haddama. And we have to beware of those destructive ideas, those destructive opinions. And we have to beware of the ugly and the nasty and the despicable things that are witnessed. Things that are seen. All of this is fitting. All of this will come between the individual and between his deen. All of this will distract the individual from the remembrance of Allah Azza wa Jal. And everything that distracts one from the remembrance of Allah Azza wa Jal, that it is a fitna. The Imam says, فَإِنَّ ذَلِكَ كُلَّهُ يَصُدُّكُمْ عَن دِينِكُمْ Because all of that, it will be a hindrance between you and your religion. It will hinder you from your religion. And it will necessitate your punishment or it will necessitate your destruction. Naam. It will necessitate your destruction. So we have to beware of the likes of these trials and the likes of these tribulations. And we ask that Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala safeguard us from the likes of these trials and the tribulations and know for surety that the way out, know for surety that the way of success into overcoming these trials and overcoming these situations is by sticking to that which the Salaf they were upon, is by sticking to that which the Sahaba they were upon and those who follow them in good. So the Imam he goes on to say, Rahmatullah alayhi, وَانْظُرُوا إِلَىٰ سَلَفِكُمْ الصَّالِحِ مِنَ الصَّحَابَ رَضِيَ اللَّهُ عَنْهُمْ وَالتَّابِعِينَ وَمَنْ تَبِعَاهُمْ بِإِحْسَانٍ رَحِمَهُ اللَّهُ تَعَالَى he says, so look to that which your righteous predecessors they were upon. 
Look to that which your righteous predecessors, those who preceded you, who were righteous, those who preceded you in good, look to that in which they were upon from the Sahaba, radiyallahu anhum, and from those who follow the Sahaba, and those who follow them in good. May Allah have mercy upon all of them. Look to that which they were upon, look to their way. Look to their way. فَإِنَّكُمْ بِذَلِكَ أُمِرْتُمْ Because verily with following their way you have been commanded. We have been commanded by Allah Azza wa Jal to follow the way of the Sahaba. As Allah Ta'ala He says, وَالسَّابِقُونَ الْأَوَّلُونَ مِنَ الْمُهَاجِرِينَ وَالْأَنصَارِ وَالَّذِينَ اتَّبِعُوهُمْ بِإِحْسَانِ رَضِيَ اللَّهُ عَنْهُمْ وَرَضُوعًا Allah Ta'ala says what means, and verily those who came first and foremost from those who migrated and from those who helped them and aided those who had migrated from the Muhajirun and from the Ansar, eh? the Sahaba, and those who followed them in good, Allah is pleased with them and they are pleased with Him. So Allah Ta'ala in this ayah, He commands us to follow the way of the Sahaba. The Prophet Sallallahu in his sunnah, he commands us to follow the way of the Sahaba. As the Prophet Sallallahu he described that sect that will be saved as being ma, uh, as being makana alayhi al wa ashabi. What I and my companions are upon today. So we have been commanded to follow the way of the Sahaba, and that is the way that will save us from these trials and these tribulations. The Imam he says, وَبِذَلِكَ تُفْلِحُونَ إِن تَمَسَكْتُمْ And be that, by following the way of the Prophet Sallallahu and following the way of the Sahaba, it is that, is how we will be successful if we hold on to it and follow their way. وَلَقَدَ أَخْبَرَ النَّبِيِّ صَلَى اللَّهِ عَلَيْهِ The Prophet Sallallahu he informed, he informed أُمَّتَهُ بِمَا سَيَكُونُ إِلَى قِيَامِ السَّاعَةِ He informed his nation with that which will transpire until the establishment of the hour. فَأَخْبَرَ النَّبِيِّ صَلَى اللَّهُ عَلَيْهِ وَسَلَّمْ أُمَّتَهُ بِفِتْنِ The Prophet ﷺ, he informed us of those trials and those tribulations في آخر الزمان that will come in the last of the time. لَعَلَّهُمْ For what reason? So that perhaps they will يَحْذَرُونَ So that they will be aware. They will be on their guard. They will take caution. نعم ويتقون and they will be scared of the likes of these things and they will thus beware of them and take caution. وَيَرُجِعُونَ إِلَى مَا كَانَ عَلَيْهِ أَصْلَافُهُمْ وَيَتَمَسَّكُونَ And so that they could return to that which their righteous predecessors were upon and then hold on to it, then stick to it so that they, when they see these trials and these tribulations in which the Prophet ﷺ has informed us of, they will know what is the way out, what is the road of success, that which will get them beyond and through these trials and these tribulations, they will know what is the proper escape from these trials and these tribulations, and that is by being upon that which the Prophet ﷺ and his companions were upon. And we ask that Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala safeguard us from trials and tribulations, that which is apparent and that which is hidden, that Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala makes us of those who stick to the way of the Prophet and stick to the way of the companions, those who are successful, those who Allah Ta'ala, He is pleased with them when they meet Him. هذا أقول قولي هذا وأستغفر الله لي ولكم ولجميع المسلمين فاستغفروا فإنه هو الغفور الرحيم. بسم الله.
It is incumbent that we take this affair very serious. That we look into the sunnah of the Prophet when he described to us those trials and those tribulations that will grip the occupants who live in those final times. So that we know the severity, we know the extreme and acute danger that exists inside of these trials and these tribulations, which will be a motivation for us to cling to the solution, to cling to the exit, to cling to that which will bring us success and escape from these trials and these tribulations. To show us the danger and the severity of these trials and these tribulations, أَخْبَرَ النَّبِيِّ صَلَى اللَّهُ عَلَيْهِ وَسَلَّمُ the Prophet ﷺ, he explained about those trials, those tribulations, and it fits in the deen, those trials and tribulations that exist as relates to an individual's religion. Those due to those changes that will come up from a materialistic standpoint, from an ideological standpoint, those changes and those differences and those innovations that will come upon the nation, the Prophet ﷺ, he explained that they are so dangerous, that they are so dangerous that they will have an extreme effect on an individual. As the Prophet ﷺ, he said in a hadith that has been collected by Muslims, The Prophet ﷺ, he said, rush, rush to doing the righteous good deeds. Before you are overtaken by trials and tribulations, before you are overtaken by fitna, that will be like a piece of a dark night. It will be like a piece, the darknesses of it, the danger of it, the harm of it. It will be like a piece of a dark night, the darkness or the blackness of that night. How much will be this fitna? How dangerous will be this time frame? The Prophet that an individual he will wake up in the morning time as a believer. He will wake up in the morning time as a believer. But by the time evening had come to him, he will be a disbeliever. This is how tremendous and great and dangerous this fitna will be. That it will overtake an individual to such an extent that he will wake up in the morning as a believer. But by that evening, he will be a kafir. He will be a disbeliever. Or he will in the evening time be a believer. But by morning, he will be a kafir. By morning, he will be a disbeliever. Due to what? The gravity of the trials and the tribulation. This is not no joke. This is serious. So much so that a man in the morning time will be a believer, but in the evening will be a kafir. In the evening will be a believer, but by morning a kafir. This is a serious situation. The Prophet ﷺ, he said, He said because he will sell his religion. 
Why would this be his case in the morning time believer by, by evening a kafir? In the evening a believer by morning a kafir? How would that be the situation? Why? Due to what? The trials and the tribulations that will overtake him to the extent that he will sell his religion for the peace of the dunya. He will sell his religion. He will sell his deen for the peace of this worldly life. He will give up his religion for some worldly gain. The Prophet he informed us about the fitna, the fitna that will come across from jahl, that trials and tribulations that will come across from ignorance, from avarice, and from turmoil. When we reflect upon these things, these three characteristics, these three descriptions, from ignorance, and ignorance being widespread, from avarice, stinginess, miserliness, and that being widespread, from fawda, from turmoil, and that being widespread, when we reflect over these three characteristics, we find them present in great abundance in this time that we live in right now. In this time that we live in right now, we find these three characteristics in great abundance. The Prophet ﷺ, he said, zaman, That when the hour becomes close, it becomes near. Knowledge will be taken. Knowledge will be taken. Now, knowledge is not taken by being removed from the breasts of the men. But knowledge is taken by what? By the death of the scholars. By the death of the scholars. We live in a time where the scholars are few in comparison to everyone else who's on the earth. We live in a time where the scholars are a minority. We live in a time where those who have understanding of the religion, they are a gross minority. Those who have knowledge from amongst them are a grosser minority. They're even greater minority for lack of a better term. Even greater minority. And trials and tribulations will become widespread. Trials and tribulations will become widespread. And they will be put inside of the people of that time, of that era. Avarice. Miserliness. People in that era will be stingy. They won't be given. They will be greedy. And there will be a lot of haraj. There will be a lot of haraj. Qalu, the Sahaba, they said, Ya Rasulullah, wa mal haraj, O Messenger of Allah, and what is haraj? What is this haraj that there will be a lot of? The Prophet sallallahu alayhi wa sallam, he said, Al-Qatl, Al-Qatl, killing, murder. That's what is the meaning of Al-Haraj, Al-Qatl, murder, killing. This hadith is mutafiqun alayhi. Ya ibadullah. When we reflect upon this hadith, we find that what? That this description matches this time. How often, almost daily, if you open a newspaper or you read an article about the news and what's going on, these amount of people killed over there. These amount of people slaughtered over here. This, this thing had taken place there. These amount of people have been killed, have been slaughtered. Much killing going on. Much killing. 
much murder. People are suffering from avarice, stingy, not giving, don't care about those who don't have, hoarding, miserly, nakedly, linguistically, from a linguistic standpoint, and embodically, it necessitates that we hold on to the guidance. It necessitates that we hold on to the way of the Prophet because this is the only way that we will make it through the likes of these times that we're living in right now. This is the only way we will make it through the likes of these trials and tribulations that have gripped humanity. He asked the Prophet he asked the Prophet is after this good in which you have come with, will there be any evil? Will there be any evil to come to mankind? For calling Nabi the Prophet he said, Naam, yes. he said, and after that harm or after that evil that will come to mankind after the good will they be good from again will they be another period of good he said yes but there will be in it a deficiency there will be in it a deficiency he said so I said and what is the deficiency that will be in that period of good time that will come after that bad time? What will be the deficiency? The Prophet there will be a people who they seek as guidance other than my sunnah. You see, the Prophet he's describing the calamity. He's describing the disease that will be in that time. There will be a people who they will Take as a sunnah other than my sunnah, other than the sunnah of the Prophet sallallahu alaihi and they will take as guidance other than my guidance. Some of what you see from them you will approve of, and others from what you see from them you will disapprove of. Yeah, when we see the likes of this description and we see what is the calamity, we understand what is the solution. We understand what is the cure. If the disease is because people they take as a sunnah other than the sunnah of the Prophet then the cure is what? Taken to the sunnah of the Prophet If we see that people see guidance and other the guidance of the Prophet then we know that the cure is what? Is to take the guidance of the Prophet He said And will there be any evil after that? فَقَالَ نَبِيُّ صَلَى اللَّهُ عَلَيْهِ وَسَلَّمُ نَعَمْ Yes. دُعَاتٌ عَلَىٰ أَبَوَابِ جَهَنَّمْ مَنْ أَجَابَهُمْ قَذَفُوهُ فِيهَا There will be callers. And I want you to listen. Especially in this YouTube era. Especially in this social media era. Especially in the era where people have easy access to gain the audience of uh, on a massive scale. I want you to pay close attention because bid'ah don't walk around by itself. Bid'ah don't carry itself. 
but rather bid'ah is carried by the mubtadir. The Prophet ﷺ, he said, yes, there will be evil after that period of good that is tainted. Is that what? Is that there will be callers. There will be callers who call to the, the doors of the hellfire. There will be callers who it seemed like they're calling to good. It seemed like they're calling to righteousness. But in reality, they're calling to what? They're calling to the doors of the hellfire. Anybody calling to bid'ah, he's calling you to the hellfire. The Prophet ﷺ, he said, whoever answers them will be thrown into it. Whoever answers them will be thrown into it. I don't want you to think that these callers are going to be some kind of outside force. I don't want you to think that these callers are going to be some kind of foreign people. But rather, the Prophet ﷺ, he said, as for he asked them, he said, O Messenger of Allah, describe them to us. These callers that will be calling people to the hellfire, describe them to us. The Prophet said, He said that they will be from our skin and they will speak with our tongue. They will be what? Meaning what? They will be from us. They will be from our skin and they will speak Arabic. They will speak from our tongue. But they'll be calling people to the hellfire. So we have to be on our guard, ya ibad. When we hear those people and we become impressed by their articulations, we become impressed by the way in which they speak and so on and so forth. Pause. Hold on. Don't be hasty. But weigh what they are saying. Take what they are saying, what they are calling to, and weigh it. By the book and by the sunnah. Weigh it. Compare it to that which the Sahaba used to say. Compare it to that which the Tabi'un used to say. Compare it to that which the Etba Tabi'in used to say. Compare it to the Salaf of Salih and what they used to say and what they used to be upon. If you find it in agreement, then take it and know that it's guidance. But if you find that it contradicts the way of the Prophet and it contradicts the way of the Sahaba, then throw it away. Run away from it. Warn others not to involve themselves in it. Because verily, these individuals are calling to that which will have an individual become overtaken and succumb to the trials and the tribulations to the extent that they are thrown inside of the fire due to answering the da'wah of these evil callers. So beware and weigh everything by the book and the sunnah. Stick to the book and the sunnah. Stick to that which the Prophet Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam and the Sahaba were Stick to that which is good. Because in that, you will find the success. In that is the way out. That is the escape from the fitna. Hada ya ibad. Faqimu salah.